please be advised. The Kind of Movie Critics podcast may contain spoilers. This includes most of the movies you're going to want to see. This shit also contains profanity, so there's that. Enjoy. Yo, yo, this is Treasy. Hey, it's Corey. Smart in the mailman. It's Jesse T. And I'm Young Leezy. Yo, Kind of Movie Critics is back on that radar. Right, Doc, baby. Why must you be such a corn bucket? I don't know, nigga. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's just who mom is. Who mom is. So, yeah, man, we're kind of doing something unprecedented here. Um, well, for us, it's unprecedented, I, I should say. And this was totally Martin's idea, which I think is a, is, is a very important to say. Um, we are doing a whole episode about a teaser trailer for Black Panther. Enter applause right here. Is that like an African thing? Like, Speaking. oh, oh that was good. <laughs> it really wasn't. That was, I guess, it was subliminal though. That's pretty interesting. I that need was, to check that myself. Was, that on was that. whack, Donald's. I need, to, yeah, but I wasn't. The, the, I really wasn't trying to do that. It was just like that's just what story. happened. Like so you no, were no, no, accidentally racist and or ignorant. <laughs> no, I think that was just subliminally, tri- subliminally tribal like that's just that was like the ancestry coming back mm, that's you know what, what i say too yeah ancestry coming back <laughs> that, that, that was you know what i mean save. no no that's what it was see Corey, you don't know nothing about that right now. <laughs> <laughs> he's <laughs> saying it's cellular he's yeah. like bless up the ancestor yeah. them <laughs> yeah. ancestor them yeah man so anyway man um it seems like there's been a lot of stir about this teaser trailer which is i think fucking dope as shit you know? i feel like it's been a stir since um, when did when did uh, Civil War come out? 2015. Did it? Yeah, probably two years ago. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. I just remember after Civil War came out, just black people just going ape shit, like so excited that Black Panther was coming, and just being like, "Oh my god, it's about to be lit! It's about to be the blackest, most amazing shit we've ever seen!" So now it has to live up to the hype. Yeah, I remember walking out of the theater with my nephew, and I was like, "Yeah, Black Panther was cool." He was like, hey. <laughs> "He damn near cussed me." I was like, "Don't you ever talk bad about Black Panther <laughs> in your life?" How old is your nephew? He's like eight years old. <laughs> now you you read the comics, right? Did you ever read? Uh, the I Black read Panther some comic? of them. I mean, I know of Black Panther. I didn't really. Read I'm in the that same boat. Of I knew of them, but I never read the comic. So yeah. interesting story. I'm not really into Black Panther, but um, my best friend. Um, rest in peace to her when she was convalescing she was a big Black Panther fan so when they did the reboot with ta Coates I started buying like the first printings and sending them to her but I was keeping one for my daughter and when I started sending her the comics and my kid would not read to save her life mm. she started reading comic books so I've continued to collect them for her so I have like several first printings of Black Panther Interesting. <laughs> from the reboot I don't know what they're worth now but like I'm just gonna keep holding right. on to them yeah, yeah Reginald Hudley used to write it before uh, ta Coates I think Oh really? Yeah. I didn't even know that. That's really dope. Do you have any of those or? Nah, I don't. I don't really. Well, I guess with the Boondocks, I'm very. I guess I'm kind of. I shouldn't be, and it's wrong, but I'm kind of anti Reggie Hudlin. I guess just because I love the Boondocks so much. Oh. oh. Okay. So I mean, but explain what, what you, that means, okay. like for people that don't know the correlation. Oh well, you know, Reggie Hudlin was like a producer on the Boondocks. I guess the first season, but he really didn't do much, and so you know. Aaron Magruder would always take a bunch of jabs at him, especially with like the BET episode and stuff like that. Right. Or make jokes about him in the uh, comic strip. Right, right, right. And Reginald Hudlin, he's uh, one half of the Hudlin Hudlin brothers. We get House Party because of the Hudlin brothers and Boomerang because of the Hudlin brothers. Yeah, I guess when you look over his career, he's done like a lot of good things for black cinema. Right. (laughs) But Aaron Magruder's my nigga, though. (laughs) Uh, I mean, 
mean, that's real what do you think about the Hudlin brothers and what they've contributed to? Like, um, someone hit me up today over the uh, shout out to For Colored Nerds podcast over their Boomerang episode, and it's something that I never even thought about in Boomerang, just how they had all these successful black people just showing up on screen, and they just happened to be black, and right. they had all of these, you know, um, great imagery of black people in such a subtle way. So, right. like, shout out to them for that. Yeah, like, no, I don't think Eddie Murphy gets enough credit for that. I never even thought about that, though. Yeah. Like, he did that three movies in a row. Coming to what, America. He did it Coming to America, Harlem, Harlem Nights, Nights, and yeah. Boomerang. It was just like, look how beautiful and successful we are, like, on our own. Right, and, it, and it, he he didn't throw it in your face, and that's mm-hmm. why we didn't ever think about and it I like never that. even know. I never even thought about it until I listened to, the, to them talk about it. I was just like, oh, yeah. And it never, because I was such a little kid, it never dawned on me that that was weird right right so that's funny i so you talk about the interview I, so i for y'all don't, don't know i uh live from the seven five shout out to live from the seven five they did a podcast um and interviewed me yesterday and that was one of the jewels that i dropped about they were asking me like what i feel like i want my legacy to be and i was like you know the whole thing is that um people learn so much about themselves from art mm. you know what i'm saying like we learn a lot about what we're capable of and what we like to do because of the images that we've seen you know, hence I, I wanted to be a better father or a good father because of the Cosby show. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I feel like that that's such an important thing to to be able to see certain types of imagery of yourself or your people or whatever the case may be on screen. Because if you knew better, you do better. No, the absolutely. Old, the they always, I've, says, I've heard you know? people say, like, you can't be what you can't see. So it's important to to have all kinds of images of black people out there. Yeah. And that like it's something that I never it never dawned on me that it was strange. So just me having that lived experience and and you have kids coming up now when they see themselves in these different roles and you know like shout out to Shonda Rhimes they're doctors and lawyers and professors right you know on network television then that it doesn't dawn on them that they can't do it because it's it's just a normal thing that they're used to seeing real talk real talk but shit man we're gonna jump into the meat of the topic which is the teaser trailer though all right right off the rip man what what impressed y'all about this trailer it's black as hell (laughs) okay (laughs) Besides that. <laughs> well, I had never really been um, introduced to this superhero before, so this was all kind of new to me. Right. Um, but when I saw that uh, Michael B. Jordan was in it, I was like, okay. And he's I'm a have villain, to... right? Exactly. I, I, I really would like to see him kind of play a super villain type role because after seeing him in uh, Chronicle a couple mm-hmm. years back, I, I liked him in that movie. Oh, I loved him in yeah, that. Yeah, and he was a good guy, so it would be nice to kind of see the contrast. Did you like him in Fantastic Four? I didn't even watch Fantastic Four. It, it was Four. horrible. No, uh-huh. He did his thing, though. They, no, I like him, he's a good but Johnny like, Storm. Fantastic Four was more. Yeah, there's some problems. That's a whole other podcast. What else? Uh, I have a, a sweet spot for cars flipping behind uh, people, right. action heroes or things. So uh, I just love it. I think it's a really good visual. Uh, I've seen it done with. You know, villains, heroes. I just like the car, car flipping behind. You, you uh, do. Uh, character. I remember, no, because I remember when Drive first came out. Mm. You really liked that scene. Yeah, where the car flips yeah, over and, and it's kind of in the rearview mirror. Yeah. So it's, it just says so much. I didn't realize. Yep. Yeah, I didn't realize that was a thing for you. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. Yeah, no, that was a hell of a sequence. Like that you was didn't see that in the screen. chat when he was like, "I watched the car flip five times." <laughs> uh, no, I might have passed I've over. Seen, that. And then, uh, man. Uh, the Chronicles of Riddick. I remember there was a shower of Vin Diesel and the spaceship landed behind him and it's all tumbling. There's there's tons of examples. Michael Bay, The Matrix, an entire car chase is right. filled with yeah. cars flipping behind True. other cars. So I just it's a cool visual. If I ever get to make a big budget action movie, cars are gonna flip behind things. Right. That's, <laughs> that's gonna happen. Speaking yeah. into existence. Yeah. yeah, real talk. Martin, how about you, man? Is it- I actually wasn't that impressed for real. 
by the trailer? Nah, not really. Oh. I, it's like I'm sure I like the movie and mm. I'm sure I'll have a fun time, but for what they were like billing it as or um, setting you up for, like Michael B. Jordan was like, oh, this is a Game of Thrones of the Marvel Universe. And it, the CGI looks kind of off. And I guess what I love about Game of Thrones is when they have to shoot a scene on like an iceberg in the middle of nowhere, they go to an iceberg in like Green, right. Greenland or Iceland or something. But they need to shoot in like a palace to go to Spain and shoot. It's like, here I feel like you could have gone to Africa and like got less CGI, made it more practical. I mean, the costumes look good, but like the CGI, I'm just kind of like done with. So to be fair, okay. though, you said did you have you said hey, you haven't looked at the Tanahasi version of the comics because it looks like the oh, comic I've book. Read, yeah, I've read like one comic. I got it from my nephew. So like you don't? Do you think the imagery looks like the comic? Oh yeah, of course. But it looks you would like, like for it to be slicker. Yeah, I like it be more grounded in a uh, sense. To me, it looks like a Marvel movie. Yeah, like when I saw it, I was like, "This is." It reminds what, me of Thor. This is what, well, yeah. I'm see. That's how I felt about the Thor trailer. I was like, okay, like this is. It's clearly Chris Hemsworth with nobody. <laughs> <laughs> like you're fighting. You you fought imaginary people that day at work. Um, but like I, I didn't feel that way about this trailer. But it looked like what a Marvel movie should look like. In terms of the quality, the shots, the even the action sequence. So, if you weren't impressed with this one, Martin, like what Marvel movie CGI had you like? Okay, this is great. Oh, Guardians of the Galaxy too. Okay, like so they, yeah, they really, <laughs> they well, it's a, it's pretty much all CGI, of course, because it's shooting in space and whatnot. Mm -hmm. But like James Gunn really knows how to like use CGI in a way that's just amazing to me. Like. He like he doesn't. It's like he doesn't leave anything on the table. Like every shot is beautiful to me in Guardians of the Galaxy too. And I guess if I wanted to compare this to something, because they said it was supposed to be like a geopolitical thriller, I would kind of want to see something more like Captain America too. Yeah, which was way more grounded than yeah, your average Marvel film. Because I'm with you in. The, I, I mentioned in the chat at 28 seconds where he's looking up. And you see all the people. It's like, yeah, it, like that's, yeah. it doesn't look good. The CGI. It look good, but my CGI. people are beautiful, and I like seeing them standing on a rock just right. being beautiful and black. <laughs> well, I mean, it doesn't come out till uh, February 16th, I think. I don't know. Yeah, when February 16th. So, black know, History Month. Right, right. Have you seen all the memes people have been putting up? They like, like what you wearing today? Yeah, what you wearing to Black Panther? And I'm like, my homegirl put that up. She was like, no, for real, what are you wearing? Shout out to you, Rochelle. I know you're listening. And I was like, uh, you got the hookup? She's Liberian. She, I was like, you got the hookup? I need some garb. Like, I'm ready. Right. Oh, okay. I should have saved my meme. The one um, that I put up with me and the dust. I should have saved it for this. Like, um, I, I, I will too early. say this. Knowing Marvel, though, like, I wonder how "quote unquote" black it's really gonna be. Like it would huh? be. I mean, it's Ryan Coogler. Boy, Do you, you see the have cast? You seen the I've <laughs> seen it. I've seen it. I'm, I'm just saying, Marvel. It, it's a comic book. I mean, it wouldn't shock me if that car chase is, you know, well, look, is in New York, and you know, the movie starts in Wakanda, but he has to go save the day somewhere else. Well, you know Luke, what I'm saying? Luke Cage is super black, but that's Marvel TV, so they're yeah. kind of like separate. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Luke God. Cage is like super black. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll it's make so... your head explode. <laughs> you know, like it's so black that you're not even catching all the black shit. You just have to go back yeah. when you read about it. You're like, oh shit, it was even blacker than I thought. Than I expect, yeah, <laughs> than I thought. Yeah, um, uh, that's that's an interesting point that you do bring up, Corey. But I mean, IMDb says otherwise, bro. I okay. Have, like, hey, hey, I'm. I think it's gonna be black as fuck. I, I, I hope it is black as fuck. But yeah. in a different <laughs> way than Luke Cage, I think, because I think. Luke Cage is black and fuck from an African-American perspective, and I don't think you're going to get that here. Right, right. 
I'm yeah. hoping that you'll get more of a it'll it'll feel more like an African like perspective, which I think is great. I like the idea of like seeing African people, like you said, and um, in coming to America as mm-hmm. royalty and right, not like I hate the word, but savages like they're depicted a lot of times. Right, right. See, I'm I'm going into this completely blind. I don't know shit about Black Panther. Mm-hmm. Like I know about. Black Panther, like I know about Huey P. Newton. Oh, you know about yeah, I know the, about that the shit. Vanguard. Yeah. Yeah. And I thought more of that was gonna be tied into it. Like I thought this was, movie was gonna take place like in the seventies or something. Really? Yeah, yeah. I, I had no idea. My, well, to yeah. my loose knowledge has nothing to do with with Black Panther. Yeah, yeah. my yeah. loose knowledge. That could the be, comic yeah. came out before like the Black Panther Party movement. I think. Okay, well, like in oh, in the trailer, like you see them flying to like some futuristic city. Like, is this taking place like in present? Yeah, Wakanda. No. Well, I can give yeah. you the, the well, so what's Wakanda? All right, Wakanda is a fictional country in Africa in the Marvel universe. Okay, and basically in the comics, it was the most technologically advanced country in the world. Oh, but they purposely isolated themselves in a, and purposely made the rest of the world think that they were a third world country. Oh yeah, so people don't come rape the resources. Yeah, yes, because probably. they have something called vibranium, which is like the hardest metal. Basically, like Captain America's shield is made with it. It's even harder than like Wolverine's claws and whatnot. It's harder than adamantium. Oh my god, that's why. And that's why he's bullet when he gets shot. He's bulletproof because his suit is made of vibranium. They speak in the real shit because yeah. you know that's where all like the when you like all these screens for these phones and stuff. All that. Yeah. All the minerals from that come from Africa. So but they, in the, in the comic, they were so technologically advanced but isolated that their technology didn't work with nobody else. <laughs> so mm. yeah, it was like they build everything kind of independent. But that that that's the kind of loose base story. Is that see, that to me is a message in a, in and of itself oh, that yeah. we are we are a, a rich and intelligent people who won't eat nobody. Yeah. Yo, shout out to Stan Lee because I'm assuming he's behind this. Oh, no? Stan you wouldn't know that, Martin. More than me. Or no? Uh, yeah, I think he created Black Panther. Yeah, shout out to him. Google, do the Googles. Out here, well, out here where's Stan Lee's cameo going to come from? He's just yeah, going to show up in Wakanda. <laughs> well, I, I saw it said he had a cameo, but like. Yeah. I live for that. Where is Stanley? Yeah. Where is Stanley going to be at in Wakanda? Where's Waldo Wingham? Yeah. Right, right. So you said, okay, so I think when I, my loose little look up, it, it it did say that he was behind it. So, but. Jesse, that's why you see the, the crazy spaceship, is that probably that's and showing how advanced their technology really is. Mm-hmm. But And that's why the conversation in the beginning is important, because he's basically saying, like, it's all a front, that this 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 place is actually completely full of resources. No, okay. yep. Created by Stan Lee and artist was Jack Kirby. So, yeah, that's basically the original Marvel yep. guys. Uh, first appearance was in July 1966. So, yeah, that I guess that does proceed um, the Black Panther Party. Because that was, what, in 69? 60? No, yeah. no, 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 no. Don't get me to lie. 68. Yeah. <laughs> because I think it, it was a reaction, almost a knee-jerk reaction to Martin Luther King being assassinated. And that was in '67. Well, anyway, man, that's that's completely off subject. Anyway, um, Malcolm died first. <laughs> so yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, interesting. Okay. Um, <laughs> it's at the very beginning of "I Am Not Your Negro." It tells you exactly how people died, and I'm thinking like I can't remember the yeah, days, and, and I, I just remember. watched it. Yeah, yeah. I think it was '68 though, either '68, '67, right around that time, late '60s basically. Um, and then to piggyback, that's why at the end of Civil War, Captain America is in Wakanda pretty much, because they're like, no one's gonna find you here. So. Damn, that's making me want to. Because I gotta watch know, it again. It's on Netflix. I gotta watch all of that because I've missed the last. 
I've missed all. I haven't seen none of the Captain Americas. Oh wow, Let's you're missing clear out. About that. Yeah, number two is great. That's why number two is the one that everybody yeah. said was amazing. Three yeah, is is decent, but two is that shit. Yeah, I, I, mean, I haven't seen none of them. Civil War. It's an Avengers movie. Yeah, really Captain it's like America. I didn't see the yeah, last Avengers. Avengers. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm, I'm, I be, yeah, I be like, when it comes to the comic book movies, man, I, you know, I'll take, I'll see them as I see them, but. You know, you guys making all these connections between them. It makes me want to go back and see it all before. I mean, I could watch this by itself, but I do. And then it's going to set the stage for the next Avengers, the Infinity War, which is going to have pretty much everybody in it. Right. Of course. Per usual. Per usual. So let's talk a little. Oh, go ahead. To be fair, though, I'm not really the comic book person. Yeah. (laughs) yeah. And so like every you guys make me want to go watch the ones I haven't seen because I'm. You should because I mean, they they're not like. They're not like a TV show where you kind of have to see every episode, but mm-hmm. it kind of helps. Mm-hmm. It kind of helps and it makes sense because there's there's always going to be things that are going to carry well, like, on. Well, like I like X Men and you know, so there's Deadpool are, and so like yeah. that's my that's my Marvel. But per- they're separate. That I, I know. Yeah. I know. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> Jeez. I know. I, I like seeing y'all fight. That's crazy. We're not fighting. Uh, it, was, it was it was on the verge, but go ahead. I'm sorry. You're such a fucking 12-year-old. Anyway. What? Really? <laughs> yeah. Y'all trying to instigate something because you know I normally have his back. So you're yeah, like, oh, so we're I like seeing, Yeah, that's, it's perfect for me. You it's know? fine. We got through it, boo. Oh, my God. Y'all are fucking <laughs> retarded. Um, so who, who are you guys most excited for in the cast? I'm showing up for Lupita. Yes. Personally, just because I think she's... I think she's a great actress. I also think she's gorgeous. Yeah, I saw her in there playing on Broadway. Like she was amazing. Yeah, she's dope. She's dope. So I mean, that's who I'm showing up for. But I mean, I'm I'm not, you know, I'm 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 here for the entire experience for real. But I, I do want to see, you know, her integrated into the I'm I think it's gonna be it's a first for a lot of these people, man. You know, the superhero film and I, I don't know, there's just so much to play against. Like you I don't know, man. I'm I'm excited for the experience just to see how it how it's all needed and woven together um, from from a performance standpoint, from a visual standpoint, you know, from a dialect standpoint, and, you know, all these other standpoints that go into it. I'm just excited to see people's performances, all of them, but specifically Lupita. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I would like to see Denai, see what she could do. I actually don't like her portrayal of Michonne that much mm-hmm. uh, compared to the comic, but... I liked her in The Visitors, so I really want to see what she does. Mm. I actually kind of wish that um, Daniel Kaluuya and uh, uh, the guy who plays Eric Killmonger, uh, Michael B. Jordan, could like switch places because I actually think he would be better because Kill- Killmonger is like a really diesel like dude, mm. like almost to the Hulk size, and Michael B. Jordan is like mad small. What? And he bulked up for um for, for Creed. Creed, but in this trailer, he looks like pretty regular to me. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, Michael B. Jordan, Daniel Kalu was like became bankable like five minutes ago. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. So yeah. You, they made a you, you see what they're doing there, and then Ryan Ryan Coogler has his relationship with Michael B. Jordan. So I mean, Lee Pace in uh, Guardians was never like a bankable star. He was kind of like always on the rise. And I I could think of like a lot of villains like um dude from House of Cards and uh, Ant Man. He was never like a bankable. Yeah, that that's villain. been a trend that the villain is not really like a bankable star. Even mm. Loki is considered their best villain, and he wasn't like known at all at the time. Yeah, mm. so that's been a, a big joke is that like the villains kind of aren't a bankable star, and then they kind of just get discarded. Like usually you see them in one movie, and then you don't really see them again. Lo- gonna... Loki being a yeah the exception. I'm gonna so. be honest though, like I'm kind of a Chadwick Boseman hater. <laughs> Not really? really, I like Chadwick. I, I he's grown on me, 
But like, he was like, what was the show he used to be on? Um, he was on like Lincoln Heights and he showed up and he was the dude's illegitimate son and I just was so not impressed with him. So then when he showed up to play Jackie Robinson, I was like, oh, it's the dude from Lincoln Heights. I was like, oh, okay, Jackie Robinson's cool. And I was like, now he's going to play James Brown. I was like, ugh. But then when I saw it, I was like, oh, okay, this shit's good. Right. So like, then when I finally, they said he was playing Black Panther, I was like, eh, okay. But I mean, now he's grown on me, but I'm, I'm kind of a Chadwick Boseman hater. But Jeez. I mean, he's grown on me. Right, right, right. Oh, that's, that's I just honest. felt like, I felt like he was not a bankable star, but now I feel like, okay. Mm. Now that I've seen, you know, he's come, not saying that he didn't suck on Lincoln Heights or anything like that. It was Lincoln Heights, but mm-hmm. you know, I, I'm proud to see the trajectory that he's been on. But I just I wasn't excited about him. I felt like it needed to be someone else. Right. I was thinking it would be like someone like a bigger star, like an Idris or. Right. You know what's funny? You know what? I'm I'm, I'm on the train with you with that. Like I I, I like when I found out that he was the main star, I kind of did like uh because I because I'm the same. I wasn't impressed with. I really wasn't impressed with the James Brown movie. No, he was good as shit in that movie. Yeah, I wasn't was impressed cool. with the movie, but he was good. Yeah, he was cool. Yeah, <laughs> well, no, he was cool. I mean, Marvel's also known for doing that, too. What's that? Is not always bringing in the biggest stars because they're Marvel. Because like, like, I remember they said they paid um, Chris Evans for the first Captain America. It was like 300000 or something like that. Oh, wow. Yeah, shorter than the stick. Well, it's because, like, look, if you do this, like, you're going to be Captain America for the next... Ten years. That's amazing, you though, because Chris Evans had a because he, but he, he, was, he was already in Fantastic Four. Right, so he I'm had like, a cash. But Fantastic Four was a, was a dud. Yeah. It wasn't. It they they that made two cursed. of them, but that know, movie's God. cursed. They need to let that franchise go. Yeah, apparently, that's I probably think, why he re up. Like he's going. Like I guess his contract was supposed to be up with Infinity War, but he's going past that because <laughs> he yeah, got three hundred thousand for his movie. Like you, like they they lowball the directors because you notice a lot of the directors aren't big names either. Like, yeah, you know this, the director for Spider-Man Homecoming mm-hmm. is the dude who did The Clown. You mean The Clown? It's like this random horror movie about like a guy who turns into yeah. a clown and starts okay. killing me. Yeah, because even yeah. the guys <laughs> the guys who did the Russo brothers, they hadn't done any. They, I mean, they had done they television. Did television. They, yeah. they will get these kind of unheard of directors because they can control them. They make the money back on the back end too, like. And then too, if you're if you're Steven Spielberg, you're gonna want twenty million. You're gonna want percentages. They want Jesse Torres. Hey, I'm cheap. Jesse's, you know, and they're they're gonna control you. They're I'll gonna tell you. I quit my job to be a production yeah. assistant on your movie. Yeah, Marvel. they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna tell you what to do. You're gonna do it. You're gonna make. I mean, you might be. Now the Russo brothers got lucky. They really got. I felt like they put a lot of their own style into the movie. But in which movie is this? Captain America. Yeah, Captain America. But Captain America: Civil War wasn't nearly as stylish as so. Um. The Winter, Winter Soldier. Soldier. Yeah, so Winter Soldier. So it's like, yeah, you know, at some point you got to get, I guess they, they let go too, so. Mm. Well, yeah. I mean, so that, that's a good segue into this whole, you know, first Ava DuVernay was attached to the film, and now it's, you know, it's Ryan Coogler. Obviously, he, you know, he took, he took it, you know, took the opportunity. So what do you think? You think there was probably like a, well, obviously there was a creative difference there if Ava stepped down from the situation, right? Probably. Probably. That's a good assumption to make. I guess. Uh, Maybe she just, like, I think with Marvel, like, I know in Marvel movies, you have to, like, pitch something. And if they don't like it or if they want to change something, then, like, maybe that's why it didn't work out. If she pitched something and they were like, we want to change this part and this part and this part. And she was like, nah. Right. 
I wonder, um, first of all, it would have been an entirely different trailer, I'm sure, if Ava DuVernay was attached to the project. Um, but I, has anybody checked her tweets recently? I wonder, does she have anything to say about it? Like about the... I think she just kind of was like, good on Ryan. Like That right. was the way that I took it. She said something on Twitter. I don't know, but I just she just I don't know. I think she'd be salty about it. Just, I yeah, she I has. She, uh, is. she, she has get a big movie coming out. Yeah. So yeah. Well, so. she stepped down from the role, and Ryan picked it up. Yeah, I ain't trying to create no beef. I'm just I'm just making conversation here. Shout out to you. Yeah, Marvel's <laughs> Marvel, though. I mean, the movie's gonna look and feel a certain way. I think. I right. think it's and it's going to make a billion dollars, mm. and I don't think they're gonna. They're not going to take too many risks with you. Well, so. you, you know what? I get baffled by every time one of these Marvel movies come out, and it's mm-hmm. they do pick a director that doesn't have a certain sort of stature when it comes to like um, motion graphics and things like that, or, or animation. Like, yo, how big the machine is. Think about, you know, uh, who's the guy who did Iron Man? The actor, um, John Favreau. Yeah, yeah. John Favreau. Yeah. You know, like. Up to that point, what he, had he done to show that he could handle Iron Man? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, you see Iron Man, and the scale of the film is so much bigger mm-hmm. than, you know, than anything that from, you know. But it was dope. Yeah, it was great. It was great. And think about what's come his way after that. Yeah, yeah. So it's like Ryan Coogler. I mean, we, we went from Fruitvale Station to Creed, and now we're here. You right. know, it's like this high, big-budget, high-impact film, man, and. I just wonder what that machine is like, that Marvel machine for people, for them to confidently be able to place drama directors into a high action, high octane situation. Well, I it's got to be well developed at this point, mm. like with all they're doing in the uh, Netflix space with all the shows that they're um, developing and whatnot. And they merge with Disney, right? Yeah. Marvel. Disney. So, I mean, having those extra resources now, they're probably just still trying to focus on story. And I feel like. If anyone to do, you know, like a black superhero film, I feel like Ryan Coogler would be kind of at the top of my list. Mm. Like a young brother who, I mean, he did a damn Rocky movie pretty much. And then I feel like this is a logical kind of next step for him to do something that's on a bigger scale. Mm -hmm. I know. I know Joss Whedon has like has problems with that machine, though. I think that's why he went to uh, like he uh, he's not head of D.C., but he's directing Batgirl and he is like finishing up Justice League. Interesting. Um, because like, well, the Thor scene in um, Avengers Two: Age of Ultron, with Thor's like in a pool for no <laughs> reason, like mm-hmm. it's sloshing around. It's like certain stuff like that. Was Marvel just put that in there to set up for another movie? Uh-huh. And I like, I think even even a director like Joss Whedon, who was probably like a super director in that, like he's done so much stuff and has so much respect, he is even like a slave to that system where he was like, I had to get out of here. Gotcha. He, like he quit his Twitter like when he did the movie. Just mm. he quit his Twitter. Yeah. What is that? I mean, I guess he it's like people, he took it down. people had such a problem with it and he couldn't come out and say, I didn't want to put this in the movie. Marvel is the one who did all oh, this. So he's so he censoring just, himself. Yeah, he just quit Twitter. Is DC a better place for that? Because like dot like the Batman versus Superman, like there was all kinds of ridiculous setup moments in that. I mean, I think that a lot of that is David S. Goyer and Zack Snyder, mm. and their machine isn't nearly as no, no, yeah. no, no, because no. Zack Snyder is ahead of it. So if it's something bad, it's probably on him. <laughs> Dang <Yeah. laughs> Oh, we got to show that man with some respect, man. You know, he just he had a loss. He had a, I think his daughter committed. Oh, I like Man of Steel. Yeah. I'm, I'm probably like the only one I know who likes Man of Steel. 
But, I didn't hate uh, it as much as other people hate it. But Jesse hated it. Mm-hmm. Jesse hated <laughs> it. We won't get into that. Boy, no. Jesse I mean, we can. This is the time. Yeah, no, no, we've done it before. I think I ranted about that yeah, before. He did. He did. Um, uh, just let me rewind back to Joss Weed, man, because apparently, like my wife, shout out to my wife for watching random shit on um, Netflix. But she was watching a show called Firefly. Have y'all heard of that that's shit? That's where Josh yeah, Weedon that's that's where where came from. So yeah. that's what I, is that, I that's like in my research. Firefly is now a series? Well, no, no it was a series, series first, and then they made Serenity, which is the movie. There's a movie called Firefly, though, isn't there? Right. No, there is. There so. is a movie called Firefly. It's, I don't know if it's, it's related. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, I'm like, man, I, ain't crazy. I watched like probably like 10 minutes of an episode, and so there's only 14 episodes, apparently. I watched like ten minutes of an episode. I was like, "What is this piece of shit?" <laughs> no, it was like a, it was like a sci-fi fucking movie. That's how it felt yeah. like something that would be on oh, sci-fi, from the channel. Name, the sci-fi channel. Yo, and I look it up and I see Josh Whedon. I'm like, "No, <laughs> that's where Josh Whedon came from." Like, yo, what the fuck? That and Buffy is like, <laughs> yep, Buffy. I'm like, yo, this, and this oh, is it's a, like Buffy. And, no, it's not like Buffy, oh. but that is something else he did. And, and put yo, put this on everything, man. I put this on everything. The first thing I said to my wife was like, yo, this must be a show from the mid-90s. And then I looked it up, and it was like 2002. I'm like, yo, this is post-Matrix? <laughs> <laughs> y'all came out with this shit? It was terrible. And then I saw it was winning. It won awards for like achievements in, uh, in visual effects. And I'm like... Who the fuck is rating this? <laughs> fucking Stevie Wonder's cousin, bro? Like, no. Are you actually watching the show? Because the it, this is terrible. It's terrible. So that's amazing to see that he came from. He's come a long way. Well, it, it's amazing because it has such a big. It's kind of like Serenity is kind of like a crowdsourced film in a sense mm-hmm. because Firefly had such a big fan base and it got canceled after one year. So all the fans kept like. Uh, asking the studio for a movie or another season, and that's basically how Serenity got made. Wow. Yeah, that, that show looked like a piece of shit. Uh, so that's, let's get off Josh Whedon for a second. But honestly, Josh Whedon didn't really go on to do much else. He did The Avengers. He did. He, he did Cabin in the Woods? Was that uh, he, he was did. producer. He wrote Cabin in the Woods. Yeah. Oh, I didn't like that movie. I liked Angel. Like That's probably my favorite Josh Whedon thing. Mm, okay. Angel the series? Yeah. I'm watching none of that shit. I like Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the movie, but I had no interest in the show. In the show, yeah. This is like, what the fuck am I? What, what are you gonna watch? You know, like. And it just went all kinds vampire- of directions, and I was like, oh, this is a serious thing. We're not laughing anymore. Like, yeah. Mm. I, I, some, I get kind of irritated sometimes when these movies go on to become like, you know, or, you know, TV shows. That's what I'm they like, did what? in the nineties. Like they would make, uh, you know, the the Sarah. Sarah Connor Chronicles or some shit. Right. You know what I mean? They would just make like shitty ass TV shows. Stargate. That, but see, that's what kept me away from Fargo for the longest. And then I actually watched it. And I was like, oh, okay, they kind of did this Stargate one right. Stargate was such a dope ass movie for them. It is really underrated, right? It's so I love good. Stargate. I fully supported them making a remake of Stargate. And the, and what's McCall was going to do, the original director and writer. They were just going to make a new one. I really well, I, I always like Stargate. I don't want to see that story again. I want to see oh, a we'll different see. story. Yeah, which I'm fine with that too. We don't have to, like, I don't know. I just was when I saw when I sat down and watched SG One, I was like, wah, wah, like exactly. I've always told people that Stargate is like a good movie. It's amazing, and people were like, I don't know, man. I was like, oh, Stargate was a good movie. Mm-hmm. What do y'all think about the new Star Trek coming out? It's a TV series. <laughs> you probably don't know. Oh, I, have, I know nothing about that. Yeah, that's and I, I'm like, yeah, that's I'm, you're telling me that, and I'm like, oh fuck, what is it? Yeah. <laughs> um, it has Michelle Yeoh, so it's like it's supposed to be like a very diverse version of Star Trek. And very like feminine, I think Michelle Yeoh is in it. 
the uh the Check girl the walking dead yeah the walking dead yeah. who was uh tyrese's sister like she got yeah. killed off spoilers this last past season <laughs> and so she she joined star trek but i don't know um it's, it might be guy might be so it's not like a reboot it's just another like thing from that universe yeah yeah it takes place in the kind of the beginning years which yeah, they already know. did a takes place in the beginning years series so which one uh, it's, I stopped it, watching after it the next generation. It started the guy from Quantum Leap. Oh, okay. You're talking about Enterprise. Maybe. I don't that's, know the Yeah, names. that's what it's called. Oh, my God. I tell you, man. Shout out to Quantum Leap. Yeah. Scott Bakula. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Quantum Leap. That was that shit back in the day. I've been Scott watching Bakula. that on Netflix. Like, it never gets old. There's like a thousand freaking seasons of it. It's like, oh, Netflix is like the reanimator, bro. That shit be bringing <laughs> shit back from the dead. I've been watching Voltron and shit. Like, I'm that girl. Mm, that's dope. Um, So... Projections. What do we think this is gonna do from a money standpoint? I put my money on a billy. This is gonna do a billion dollars. Billion. This is gonna do a worldwide. Billion. I, yeah, 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 for sure. I mean, there's no fucking way domestically this is gonna do a, a billion. I don't know. But, what's the last Marvel movie that did a billion? Have all of them done a billion? Uh, I think didn't Guardians of the Galaxy just do a billion? It probably did. I think so. Guardians of the Galaxy too. <laughs> yeah. I haven't seen it either. I'm I've not seen either one of those because I just don't. Oh, the first one. I need Howard the Duck to come back. Howard the Duck was my shit. Yeah, he's a guardian of the galaxy, isn't he? Um, well, he he makes a cameo, but he he's not like he doesn't exist in that universe. It's complicated. I didn't yeah. know there was a universe. I think he put he put Howard it in the there duck. as a joke, basically. Uh, yeah, I thought movies, Howard the Duck yeah. was just like a one-off thing. I didn't know it was like part of something. He's a, yeah, he's a comic book character. Oh shit! Okay. I <laughs> mm, comic books wasn't my shit growing up, man. I'm sorry. Maybe I mean I I hope it does a Billy. I hope. I hope that Black Panther is lit, and then we get several more lit as Black Panther movies right. with all these, you know, and we have more and more Black people right. being fucking superheroes. That's it's your time. Yeah, it's time. It doesn't it feel like like something shifting. I was watching that. Um, they they, I was watching a trailer for that movie Detroit mm-hmm. that's coming out. That like Catherine Bigelow is directing, oh, yeah. and I think Mark Bowl wrote it, and and it has like um. Damn, who's in it? Uh, Anthony Mackie's in it okay. and John Boyega. Oh, okay. But it's about the Algiers Motel incident that happened in Detroit, like in '67, where like yeah, somebody fired off a uh, a black kid fired off like a starter pistol, and then it turned into like this incident where the cops raided the and killed them, and it was oh, like wow. a, it was a big thing. But you know, Catherine Bigelow's directing it, which is a big thing. Like she's you know she's like. I made a joke on the on our Instagram. I posted. I said she's like the Illuminati uh-huh. because like every movie that she puts out is like Oscar nominated or what you know from Zero mm-hmm. Dark Thirty and uh, Hurt, Hurt Locker. Locker. You know she just kind of has this position when she does a film, people pay attention. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, um, but after I saw that and I saw she was behind it, I was like, Yo, it feels like a little shift is happening right now where you know like these particular stories are on the big radar. And I was, I was. I attribute it to, personally, I attribute it to, like, I don't want to put it solely on this, but, like, the success of um, Straight Outta Compton. Mm. You know, I was like, this is, I think, I feel like this is, this monetary success of Straight Outta Compton has made it a little bit more um, reasonable to produce films for a black audience. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because um, it ain't really too much, you know, it's, there's, you know, between that and Get Out, we kind of have, uh, it's not really a big risk. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or, you know, maybe it was a perceived risk before. Our stories are palatable in a way maybe that they haven't been in a while and it's 
people don't feel like a black movie isn't something they can't relate to anymore. Right, right. So I, I would love that because you know our stories are stories of the world, just like everybody else. Yeah, but well, yeah, I, I thought that was interesting, man. But yeah, I, I think with the mar- between the Marvel machine, between the hype of the film, um, and I hope it doesn't die down come February, and then from the fact that it's coming out in February, okay. which is a well, I mean, you know, of course, no, that's listen, a ploy listen, in its listen, own. No, in its no, own. no, 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 no. Listen, listen. February 2015, like Black History Month 2015 was so lit. Like, no, 2016. 16, talking about Get Out. Yeah, no, 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 no. Uh, it was just lit, period. Like, the Obamas was just like, everybody come to the White House. It was just lit as hell. I needed to be so lit next year. <laughs> like, yeah. that was just a good feeling. Like, there's just so many representations and celebrations of us in a way that wasn't like, colored by our past um so it was kind of like hey we're dope now and i i want that again yeah because it wasn't like that this year it was you know drunk but like but who (laughs) but whose decision like when when they're sitting down they're making the decision about when this comes out you feel like that's an awkward conversation like so So maybe february so is it am i the only one thinking that february is the best (laughs) time for this film you know i don't think it needs to be an awkward conversation it's just kind of like this is what we're this is what we're doing yeah we'll see but the thing is is that february is not really known to be no like christmas yeah, it's usually a terrible time for a terrible because a lot of films. people you got like a lot of northern states where it snows. Some people just aren't gonna go open a weekend if they got like five feet of snow in their driveway. True, indeed. I feel like Chance is gonna pay for people to go to the movie again, like he did with Get Out. And he's like, "Hey, just pull up." Yeah, I, uh, <laughs> real I have some numbers. Okay, to help of the top fifty highest-grossing movies of all time. Okay, only five are Marvel films. Mm. One of those did not make a, uh, and four made a billion. All right, so remember that it's five movies. Four made a billion. It is Spider-Man three, which did not make a billion. Tobey Maguire Spider-Man three. Yeah, the ones that did make a billion: Civil War, um, Iron Man three, and two Avengers. Really? Oh, oh, so a billion. So a billion's ambitious, basically, is what you're trying to tell me. No, I didn't say that. Well, I mean, that's that's what you're implying, and it's okay to imply that. I will say that the ones that did make a billion, those are stronger franchises. Right. Wait. So Fast and Furious might have more billion-dollar movies than Marvel. Uh, that's what it sounds uh, like. Let me. I love how you just pulled that out of your your memory. Like, yeah. well, I don't know. It's probably like the last three made billion. Fur- Furious Seven is a billion. Fate of the Furious is a billion. I know five hit. I know eight hit. Yeah. And that's it. Two. Oh, shit. Two made a billion. I'm pretty sure eight made a billion. Not fate of the fate, Furious. Fate is eight. Oh, oh fate, fate is eight. Is eight. Yeah, oh, yeah, Fate of the Furious. So Fast Five didn't make a billion. Damn, that was when they were still recovering. Oh, okay. I thought for sure that was the beginning of like the heist film era. Right. That that was the start of that. Okay. So yeah. So you have four that made a billion. So a billion is ambitious, basically. I'm not saying it's impossible. Just yeah. showing you the numbers. Right. Right. I'm I not gonna say uh, it can't do it. Right. 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 But it's just not. It's just not a safe bet. I should probably change the spread up a little bit as the as the. It'll make a lot say. of money. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Yeah. No. I mean, anybody else have any projection predictions or? I guess it really depends on like internationally, because mm-hmm. you know there is this. There's always this like myth in Hollywood that black people don't sell internationally, right? Which is bullshit. So, I think I, China is like our next biggest market. Mm-hmm. So you need like a lot of Chinese people to go out. Of course, like Africa would be a big market, like the UK, right? But I. Don't, I don't know. I don't think it's going to hit a billion for real. 
to Damn. me, it depends on the reviews. If like it's the best review Marvel movie, then it'll probably hit a billion. But if it's not, I don't think I don't think it will. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's not, it looked like they need to tighten up on the CGI. They got a couple months <laughs> yeah. to tighten up on that before they yeah. before they uh, hit the you know hit the pavement. What do you think, Jesse? What's your projections? Um, I mean, I don't I don't think it's gonna hit a billion, but um, yeah. I don't, I don't really know. You don't I really have know. no idea. Well, I guess movies like this where it's like there's a movie coming out that pretty much all black people are looking forward to. Right. Or they hear about it and they have to go see it. It's like Get Out and Straight Outta Compton and neither of those like made a billion. But it has the Marvel push where it's just a superhero movie so people are going to watch it. Right. So I'll, I if Get Out made $200 million, all those people watch Marvel plus like the other people that watch Marvel movies. I, I would think say though that be... black people who don't watch Marvel movies are still showing up. For oh, black for Panther. sure, they're yeah. still showing up for Black Panther. I think like I think that black people who give two shits about a comic book are just yeah. like, okay, we have a movie, we're gonna go see it. Yeah, I think even the Medea audience is gonna show up. <laughs> <for Black Panther. laughs> Not no bullshit. I really no, think, I think it's gonna. Right. Yeah, I think, I think it's right. gonna bring everybody out. I well, what we were talking about earlier about the imagery, like we care, right. And I think like that's a misconception. Like we care, we care what our kids see. We do care, and it's like, oh look, look, look at look at what we are. So I think people are going out taking their kids to see right. it. it. Oh, is it R or thirteen or it'll be it'll be thirteen PG thirteen. Yeah, oh, they're not yeah. they're not doing that. Oh, it's hitting it's hitting a billy. And you know you know what's you know you yeah, so? it's hitting a billy. I think I'm, it'll do I'm, at least five like five hundred million. I'm willing I'm willing to put my money on that one, man. Like I feel confident that it's gonna hit a billy. I just um, feel like it's in the air. Actually, well, Wonder Woman is a movie that's kind of similar in that, like, a lot of women or a lot of people have been waiting for like their own superhero movie that reflects them. Right. So if that hits a billion, I think Black Panther could probably that hit a, a billion. Chance. My right. kid is really excited to but, see Wonder Woman. We gotta go Marvel doesn't again. lose. Marvel hasn't had a dud or a flop. I mean Ant Man, but it's not a dud. It's not. <laughs> a, it, I like it made, but it made, it made money, right? <laughs> right yeah. And it probably made a decent amount of money. So, so, so you're talking about from a from a numbers perspective? Yeah, from a numbers game, they they don't lose. Okay, so. gotcha. You know what I'm not looking forward to though in the in the trend of like what always happens when like any sort of movie with notoriety gets out comes out. Fucking party promoters. There's gonna be Black Panther parties. Oh, yeah. uh, party promoters always find a way to fuck up and like oversaturate a name for uh, for Wakanda Wednesdays. Yeah. <laughs> 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 gotta show up in your dashiki and be great. Yo, Wakanda Wednesdays this Sunday. Yo, shout out to Creative Nation. Yo. <laughs> I don't know if that's a good plug right there, but them the homies, man. I mean, they can have a sexy dashiki contest. Yeah, that's funny. I would show it's up crazy. For that. And it'll be the fourth annual too. The fourth, the fourth annual Wakanda <laughs> Bash. <laughs> Yo, that's hilarious, bro. But yeah, I'm not looking forward to a bunch of those kind of parties. Yeah, man. Yeah. But and then and then the stars doing club appearances, you know, like they did with The Wire. Like, yo, yo, is, we're not on the level of The Wire here. I'm like, just saying, like, like, I'm just saying, black people find a way to make an event out of the shit. I definitely like, met Idris Elba <laughs> in the club in DC, though. Like, right, that's what I'm saying. Like, yo, man, we we turn everything into a party, man, and I think that's cool. I think that works in our advantage. I, you know, in 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 a, in a case like this, because I really feel like to to extract that billion that I that I speak of. We're gonna have to make an event of it. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Like we're gonna have to, and you know, just be creative with this shit. Hit the ground running. That we already know that there's gonna be a big, you know, push from the Marvel machine. 
but there probably also needs to be like a groundswell, like an organic push as well, like an organic element, the way Get Out was. You know, Get Out wasn't a big marketed film, but it just had that organic element. But Martin, you brought out a good point. It's because it was actually a good movie. So, you know, rotten, the Rotten Tomatoes. Um, yeah, like bad bad reviews, Rotten Tomatoes are like really killing a lot of movies nowadays. Yeah. Like I know Baywatch, they, they were mad at Rotten Tomatoes over that. Right. Because, of course, they had like 19% or something like that. And did just, terrible. Damn. Way under like what they thought they were going to do. I just, it's a Marvel movie. I have no doubt this will be a successful film. Right. And that everybody will go see it. It's a Marvel movie. That's what, you know. Yeah, and buy it on DVD. I think all, every yeah. black, <laughs> most black people are going to have like buy that DVD when it comes out, too. I definitely am. I mean, people are still going to see Thor, which is like the most... Kind of not that interesting. Of but that's the right. one for white people. They're all for white people, <laughs> practically. He's a Norse guy. Has Idris Elba in it? Yeah. In the yeah. most pointless kind of second-rate character. Right. And Tessa Thompson's in it, too. Truth. Corey White. He's like, oh. Yeah, she is. Well, I'm, I'm going to, for all the executives that work for Marvel, I'm going to I'm gonna introduce you guys to a a term that really helped the hip hop community when it comes to marketing. You ready? Payola, right? So if the Rotten Tomatoes people's are the problem, lubricate the pockets a little bit, you know, pay for a better, you know. That's all the way little, fucking illegal. So I'm not telling you to do it. I'm just introducing you to the word, okay? You Is know? Payola like a hip hop thing or like a Motown thing? Like Payola's know. been a, like. Mm. Payola's like a mob thing, man. That's like, Barry Gordy. Yeah. <laughs> That's some Al Capone shit. Yeah, so it's gonna pay you to look the other way. If there's no payola, like I don't know radio, like why do you hear Drake five times an hour? <laughs> yeah, because oh, this shit sell. Because people listen, you know they they. It's listen. like the chicken or the egg. Like, does it sell or do you just play it a lot? And um, people listen to it because it you play it a lot. Yeah, I, I guess that's a that's a very accurate question. I mean, that's a really good question, so man. We're talking about movies like I'm not even mad. Like, play all the black superheroes. We need a slam man movie. Mm. Payola though, just you know, if you're sitting around a board meeting and you're looking for a cheap idea, payola. Has anybody seen anything negative? I was waiting for like a white person to like post like, oh, you get a superhero now because it's 2017 and be like, yo, the character's from the 60s created by a white guy. Well, apparently right? didn't, I saw something, I don't know, you know, you never know what's fake news these days. Mm -hmm. Shout out to the hashtag fake news. But like, um, I saw something where people were talking about how it was too militant and too yada, yada, so, yada. So here's my problem with that, right? Mm -hmm. Like. One person, and I hate to be like this, like one person who is a fucking nobody on Twitter says something and then it's a fucking story. Well, that's how all stories kind of start. No, but, <laughs> but it's like, I'll give you an example of what I'm talking about. So like during the Olympics, like um, not, not initially when Gabby Douglas won best all around, but like most recently, the most recent okay. Olympics, people were talking about her hair. And that was like a, that was a big thing the first time. Right. Um, I had my opinions. Which but is I didn't, whack. Why would anybody? I had my opinions, but I didn't tweet about it because right. it's not. It's not. You don't need to tweet about it. Tweet about it. It's like whatever. Think what you think. But um, when they were like, they were like black women harshly criticized Simone Biles and Gabby Douglas's looks, and it was like some random sixteen-year-olds saying things, and I'm like, now it's all of black women now. Like, right. so that, that's what I'm saying. It's like okay, and the same thing with um. 
I'd say like with the whole like Ruby and Black and the Hunger Games being a surprise to someone like some random 12 year olds were being racist about that. It's not white people at large. It's not black people at large. So it's just kind of like who actually said that? Does their opinion matter? And how hard did you have to search for that shit right. to make it a news story? Mm, I get what you're but saying. I feel like there's like a new wave of just trolling going on when it comes yeah. to just black content in general. Like, again, like we just did a podcast on Dear White People. Mm-hmm. And if you go to the IMDb page, there's a lot of just hateful comments on there. And when you read those comments in depth, you could tell that a lot of the times the person probably watched like 15 minutes of the first episode yeah. and made up their mind. So... It just seems like now we're living in a time where social media is being used in the way to kind of tear down like big black projects. Yeah. I don't disagree with that, but I think like you're going to you're going to get people like that anyway when you give everybody a voice like they have the opportunity mm-hmm. to be heard. So, mm-hmm. um with the I but see that's the thing though. I I knew you were going to say that with dear white people because that's exactly what happened, but it's like it's going to offend somebody. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you're not supposed to be learning something. So, <laughs> so mm-hmm. like, if you didn't learn anything, like, to me, that's a reflection on you. Mm-hmm. And, like, if you have a problem with black people being proud of their success and their capabilities, like, you need to look yourself in the mirror because it's kind of like, we're not even talking about you. This doesn't have anything to do with you. And if you can't stand to not be the center of attention, like, look at yourself. Mm-hmm. We're, we're not shooting on you. We're just celebrating us. And that shouldn't bother you at all. Mm-hmm. Right. But I just wonder how that kind of plays into like, you know, let's say Netflix greenlighting like a second season or something like that. Like, I wonder how much of an effect that negative commenting does to overall ratings, scores on Rotten Tomatoes and stuff. And if that kind of judges uh, whether they're going to go forward with greenlighting another season or not. Yeah, people hate watch so. things, though. So so True. it works it works both ways. So like think about what you just said. They're they're saying on IMDb that it's bad. Well then I think other white people are going to watch it cuz they're hate watching it cuz mm-hmm. they're you're saying that it's bad. So I have I don't think that it's going to stop anything. If anything it just adds to the number of people viewing it. I don't think it stops white people from watching it. I think, I think they want to see what it's about. Netflix too is probably just really concerned about the numbers. So yeah. I, where they come from they probably don't care. But yeah. if, if people need to watch it. So that's why sometimes when you hear stuff get canceled, it's like, I don't think it was because you didn't appreciate the content. It's just not, nobody was watching it. I think it was Floyd Mayweather that said, uh, the people that hate you and the people that love you, they both pay the same price for admission. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's what Snoop said. He's like, you can roll over my CDs if you want. You pay for them. (laughs) Yeah, real talk. So it's like, so I I agree with, with what you're saying, Corey, is that like, you know, I mean, shit, if the analytics show that motherfuckers are showing up to hate and shit, give them something to hate. I ain't gonna lie, like, I know Wonder Woman, the Alamo Draft House was doing, like, woman-only screenings. It mm-hmm. could be kind of dope to have black-only screenings of Black Panther. Ooh. Mm, good luck. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> what, you mean, what you mean by that? When you, go in, when you go inside and leave me in the parking lot, good luck. Have okay. a great time. Good luck. Have a great time. Oh, we're not doing that. Uh, we're, yeah. we're not doing that. I'm carrying you on my back. Like. Oh, wow. Can we do the arm thing? Can we do the, like... Can we say it? Like, he has to come in. Yeah. That's funny. It's okay. I'll get a ticket for one. Mm-hmm. Well, so, we'll just so, go twice, and we'll make the money. More, we'll make the movie more money. That's kind of true. That's kind of true. So the so to sort of bring this conversation to an end, man. Is there anything in particular that you guys are looking forward to in this film? Like any like not really the cast performances, but like is it? And maybe this is more of a question for you, Martin, since you're the most familiar with the comic book. Like, is there anything that you're looking forward to being in the film, and that you hope they don't leave out? Um, his sister's pretty dope. I don't know if she's in the film. I definitely want to see a lot of the dormant 
Dora Minaj. It's not Minaj. It's, it's something else. Okay. But those, those are like the bald-headed African women who are like his bodyguards. Aren't they uh, like lesbians? I don't know if they are. I thought I read something about like the world of Wakanda. There's like some some same-sex relationships. I could totally be thinking that is something else, but or it could be a fantasy of yours. Oh, it could be fanfic. You're right. <laughs> but yeah, another thing I'm looking for, like if they really are telling the truth, and it is a geopolitical thriller, and it is like the Game of Thrones or the Marvel universe. I'm really looking forward to that. Like if it can live up to that, because if it can, I'll be all in for it. What's another example of a geopolitical thriller other than Game of Thrones? Because I I'm not I'm not in that nerd world, but it was one I saw a while ago called I forgot what it was called, but it had um Orlando Bloom and um who's the uh the guy <laughs> I'm sorry I can't I can't get people's the guy with the eye lazy eye Forrest Whitaker Forrest yeah Forrest Whitaker. <laughs> I totally was not expecting that to be <laughs> the answer. Was it, it? Um, uh, not Heaven on Earth? Was but it, it was an African movie. But Last King of Scotland. No, no, Orlando Bloom was wasn't in that. That was James, James McAvoy, McAvoy. And that was freaking amazing. Yeah, I forgot what it was called. It was pretty decent, but it was kind of about like South Africa and how like you know after apartheid, but there were still these like Nazi. They're not Nazis, but like South what, African white supremacists, white supremacists okay. who were like trying to poison the black community, and it's like this whole conspiracy, and they were trying to figure it out. Nice. So that makes me think that they're really gonna focus on like rebelling against colonization and like the raping of their resources. Oh yeah, I absolutely want to see a scene set in like I don't know the 1600s or 1500s. No, when like a white like European mm-hmm. <laughs> a nation tries to like walk into Wakanda and start taking shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Them getting fucked up, yeah. which is what should have happened in By real life. Pants. Like Ethiopia <laughs> or whatever. So about, about those calves. About those warriors. And actually, um, Martin, if you do you know the backstory for the Black Panther? Like the origin story? Um, I think it's the same as the every, Civil War, yeah, it's right? like It gets handed down, the, yeah, the every, role. Every, it's like a um, a monarchy. Uh, every king has to be the Black Panther. It gets handed down. And every Black Panther can go somewhere and talk to like other Black Panthers. But actually, in the comics, the uh, guy, Andy Serkis, mm-hmm. he's playing Claw. He actually kills T'Challa's father, and that's how T'Challa becomes the Black Panther. But he becomes the Black Panther here because... In, in Civil War, his father was murdered. Yeah, mm-hmm. by um, Zemo, right? Yeah, Baron Zemo. Mm-hmm. You looked at me, and trust me, I don't want to answer But okay, but no, that's good to know. Guys in the explosion. That's that's kind of why I feel Claw is unnecessary in this story. But I, I get like... They're setting you up for something. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I'm looking forward to them, hopefully Ryan, bringing a sense of style. I think Marvel does really well when they let their directors bring something to the table because Civil War and Guardians of the Galaxy are really good and they have that sense of they have you, you can see the director put his footprint on it mm-hmm. and then uh, the car the car flipping wants the cars flip over and uh, I'd love to see stuff with vibranium the Marvel yeah. movies tend to leave out all the fancy metals like they just have their metal already made like I want to see where vibranium comes from. I want to see it. Like, being well, made. there's like two main metals, like adamantium, adamantium and, and vibranium. vibranium. Fox, of course, has adamantium pretty much. But you just don't see it. Like, I don't know what it <laughs> yeah. looks like. It's just everything they make out of it just comes out pre-made. Yeah. Like, <laughs> What's like Captain Wolverine's America's already... shield made out? Vibranium. vibranium. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Nice. 
Nice. What I is think it it's like a metaphor that... for like gold, though, like yeah. which is mm-hmm. Africa. Well, you know, is a very gold-rich country. Right. I mean, country mm-hmm. continent. <laughs> right. But um, was was Captain America's shield vibranium before the introduction I... of Wakanda? Wakanda. Yeah, it was because they talk about it. I think in the first Captain America. Like that, it was vibranium. What is it? It's like a metal that doesn't vibrate or doesn't produce sound or some nonsense. I don't know exactly like what it is, but it's like it's supposed to be bulletproof, of course, and okay. it's supposed to be like the hardest or strongest metal, okay. and it's supposed to be malleable and be able to like create technology. And be able to like do that. everything. Yeah, yeah, it's like a MacGuffin or like mm, <laughs> a MacGuffin or yeah. something like that. Yeah, which is why you don't see it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I want to see it. So. Mm. Yeah, I'm kind of interested to see what they're going to do with the world of Wakanda. Like, is it something, is it like a secret world that they kind of, like, discover? Or is it something, like, a civilization that's kind of developing alongside America? Like, I'm just interested to see how that's going to kind of play out. Well, I think I think the story is, like, it's been isolationist up to this point. And, mm-hmm. of course, with this point, with the death of his, the, his father going to those accords, it's, like, mm-hmm. the first time Wakanda has, like, reached out. So I guess okay. it's like I guess the story is supposed to be how he navigates between Wakanda wanting to be isolationist and at the same time like be a part of the world. Their secrecy gotcha. is I, I feel I think it's gonna be about how their secrecy is like up for grabs. Mm-hmm. Like they're gonna fight to control some of that okay. still. I can see so many like parallels between like writing wrongs in history that they could explore in the story. Mm-hmm. So like I'm kind of excited to see how they explore that. Yeah, see, I'm with you on that. Like, I'm, I'm, because ex- just not knowing anything about it, I'm, I'm excited to see how they make some shit that's really happening very relatable and entertaining, mm-hmm. and hopefully educate some motherfuckers about things that are actually happening. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and 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 just putting it on a really flat, you know, surface for people to have a conversation. And then I'm with you, Corey, as well, which is like I, I want to see what the the sort of style that Ryan Coogler. Mm-hmm brings to it and how he handles the material and is he putting emphasis on the action or on the dialogue or you know the actual uh intertwining between these you know be- between the characters and stuff like that so i'm excited just to go in blind and and learn and become a fan and want to fucking nose dive into everything black panther like mm-hmm. i'm looking forward to that now, i got some comics at my house that i'll let you look at from afar you can't touch them but oh know. well no you're not doing me any favors buddy that's cool <laughs> It sounded like you tried to make it like a favor, but I don't give a fuck. So I was, you know, I was gonna, but then I was thinking your grubby handprints on it right, might make right. devalue my first printing. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I don't want to grub them up. But um, all right. Well, cool, man. Well, uh, you know, hopefully you guys are just excited about the uh, Black Panthers. We are, man, and it, it, you know, we'd love to hear about it. As always, we keep begging you guys to send emails and to rate and review. And for some fucking reason, I'm getting mad here at you listeners, man, because you could be taking out your phone and taking action, hitting us up with some hashtags, with some ads, saying, hey, kind of movie critics. Hey, Corey, what do you think about this? Yeah, dot, 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 dot. But you're not doing anything like that. So anyway, I'm done venting. Y'all are still listening, though, so we're still not going to like come at our, our listeners like that. We're, we're not, <laughs> but this, is, this is more heartfelt because it's like, I know we have listeners. I get interactions. People ask me about things. You know, what are you watching? What are you guys watching? And I appreciate that wholeheartedly. And and I'm not taking anything away from that. But for, you know, it it would be so it, it's also helpful to interact with us on a virtual space. On you a know what? You're space. right. Because what I have yeah. been experiencing is that people who know me in real life 
are like texting me instead right. of rating us on iTunes. Hint, hint, you know who you are. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so I'd appreciate that from y'all. Yeah, yeah. So no, we appreciate all of our listeners and um, uh, we just want to act interact with you guys more on, on, on that sort of space. And we know more interaction begets more interaction. So that's all. We're just trying to grow our audience. So tell more people about us. Uh, let's talk more about these films, man. Follow us on the gram, uh, Instagram at, uh, at kind of movie critics. Oh, critics. What the fuck is a critics? <laughs> at kind of movie critics. And, uh, on Twitter's at kind of movie crits, C R I T S. Uh, we also have a Facebook page at kind of movie critics. Um, so we are vibe, you know, we are available in, in every space. Um, um, so yeah, man, uh, I'm just going to go ahead and throw in a plug for Treasy. You can follow me on the gram, Young Treasy, at Filmmaking Treasy, or on Twitter, at you Filmmaking Trees. fucking Young Treasy. Stop. I am Young Treasy. You're Filmmaking Treasy. So, but I'm just saying. You got to like, go back here to you trying treasy. to bite my moniker. The fuck? At Filmmaking Treasy. Young Treasy. Fat Spike, a.k.a. Oh, AKA Trees Jobs, man. And if y'all want to plug y'all personal stuff, go for it, man. I got go more on, followers than you already. Once, I won't do you like that. Going twice. <laughs> Fuck Lizzy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, we're going to close out this episode. Thank you so much for listening. And remember, we call ourselves kind of movie critics because we kind of are. and We're kind of not. We're just a bunch of people that like to watch movies. This has been an On Ear Network production.